Welcome to the Inspired Wave. This is the podcast and community for conscious female leaders and founders who are ready to enjoy more peace and prosperity in their business while creating more inspired impact in the lives we're all here to serve, who are ready to fully step into their leadership and live their life's purpose with confidence and passion. I'm your host, C.J. Rivard, and with over 30 years in business and leadership, I blend tactical strategies with the art of intuition, science of energetics, and the magic that happens when we create empowered relationships and take aligned action. And this is all to help women get out of hustle mode and really fall in love with what they do. Registration is now open for the Rising Tide Sisterhood. This is the affordable, high-vibe community for going deep into expanding your intuition, energetic self-mastery, and gaining momentum in creating your goals and dreams. Be sure to check out the link in the show notes for all the juicy details and our very special holiday offer that's just available for a short time. Welcome to the show. As conscious leaders, one of the most valuable skill sets we can develop is our ability to see things from different perspectives. And yet most leaders have underdeveloped skills in this area, and they leave a lot of opportunities untapped. So today we're going to dig into three areas that you can intentionally develop in order to amplify your impact exponentially. So the first area I'd like to talk about are paradigms. The definition of a paradigm is a widely accepted belief, concept, or set of ideas. An example of this would be the way everyone used to think and accept the idea that the world was flat. Or everyone used to widely accept the idea that in order to get ahead, we need to work hard and hustle hard. These are paradigms. And too often, we accept paradigms as truth. And that becomes a problem when those ideas are no longer serving us. So it's really important as leaders that we understand the difference and we can discern when something is an actual fact or universal law, such as gravity or the law of vibration, and when something is actually just a belief rather than a hard and unchangeable truth. An example from the business world would be a paradigm that I grew up with was being told that in order to take care of yourself and your family, you need to go get a job that has good benefits and a pension plan, and you work hard in that career, sometimes for the same company your whole life, so that you can then retire with the pension plan. This is what I was brought up believing and the information that was shared widely and believed at that time. Now, of course, we know there's no such thing as job security. And quite often, people who switch companies can negotiate higher salaries or better positions as they go and do better in the long run. So again, that was just a belief that we now know is not a fact or universal truth. So the whole point of this is to point out that it pays to be aware 
of what we're buying into and that most of what we believe is just a belief, not a hard, fast truth. And it's fine to have our beliefs as long as they serve us. But as we know, things are always changing and in flux. And so there are times when we need to be open to the possibilities of switching our beliefs or being open to different perspectives and finding a different path or a new belief. So this is where the power of choice comes in. And that is the second area I wanted to talk to you about because there's always choice and it's a really powerful thing. Too often people think, you know, things are done to them and they're stuck there and they can't do anything about it. And yet most of the time there's always choice. An example that comes to mind that happens way too often, I'm afraid, is people feeling like they're stuck in their job or their career. And they look around and they just feel like, oh, their boss or their company is lousy and they feel unappreciated and unsupported and poor me and there's nothing I can do about it. When in fact, there's two choices there that they are already making. Number one, as you see what's coming here, they're choosing to stay in that position. And we'll talk about that in a minute because I understand how people can feel trapped. But that's a choice. And then the second is the choice they're making in what it all means. They're allowing themselves to be brought down into negativity from the circumstance rather than choosing, you know, that glass that's half full, what they can be grateful for, the fact that they have a job, the fact they have a regular paycheck, they're able to pay their bills or buy things. That's all something that some people don't have, and they could choose gratitude and finding joy in whatever it is in their day they can find joy in, to enjoy where they are, until they figure out or choose a different way to move forward. And the ironic part of that is when we choose gratitude and joy, that's when different doors start to open and opportunities because we shift our vibration. And I won't get too far into that today, but that's when things open up for us. When you choose, you decide to find gratitude and enjoy where you are right now. And that's a powerful lesson for all of us, whether it's at home or at work, whatever you're doing, if you're doing it, enjoy it. Choose joy. Choose gratitude. Choose to find something in that thing that you have to do anyway that you're grateful for. And again, it's always a choice. I don't care what it is. There's a choice there and a way that you can look at it differently to choose a different meaning to that scenario that you feel stuck in. Now, I realize that a lot of people do quite literally feel like they're stuck and this is the way out. Choose how you see it to begin with and see if you can't feel happy where you are, and things will start to open up for you. The third area that I want to 
touch on really briefly here, and this is a fun one, is judgment and interpretation. And the thing, I know judgment has a lot of negative connotations, but remember, you can judge people or be judged in the positive as well as the negative. We're always judging. And I encourage you not to judge yourself on this topic because it is part of how our brains are wired. And it's a survival instinct, how we we're always making comparisons to try and figure out if we are safe. You know, that's just your brain's old programming. And so we always judge. You're like comparing a person you just met to what you already know. Do they feel safe? A new circumstance, a new opportunity. You judge it to see if it feels safe to begin with. Now, if you catch yourself, and that's the trick, I talk a lot about building awareness. That's always the first step. When you catch yourself judging, the ideal scenario to shift into is to look at that circumstance or that person observing it from a more neutral viewpoint. Observing is different because of the meaning that you're not giving it or you give it when you judge. So an example of this would be, let's say your coworker's running late for a meeting that you have with them. So you can get irritated about that. And that's another trick. If you're feeling an emotion that you don't enjoy, anger, frustration, stress, or anxiety, that's a hint that you are giving meaning to something, whether it's judgment or something else. You're thinking about something and giving it meaning that is not serving you because it's causing you this feeling that you don't enjoy. So you need to look at what that thought is and the meaning you're giving that person or circumstance and shift it to a different perspective. So back to the person running late. That circumstance can be observed because the fact is that they're late. That's a circumstance and a fact. They're late because you had a meeting and we're going to assume that they knew what time the meeting was. You putting a meaning like they're always late, they don't value my time, they think I'm a pushover, they don't respect me, you know, they're very inconsiderate. Those are all judgments. Those are meanings that you're putting on the situation. And that can be dangerous because you don't know why they're doing it. Or we're going to assume you don't for this little analogy here. So the ideal way for a leader to handle that is to observe the circumstance to be curious, and to ask questions in a non-judgmental way. That's the trick, a non-judgmental way, because you don't know, and you have to be open. The problem is a lot of times we think we know the answer, so we don't really listen when we ask questions, because we think we know. We have to Ask questions from a place of curiosity and being open to not knowing 
and not judging and just being open to the possibility and really listening to what they say and not making it mean anything about you. Maybe they say something that you could interpret the wrong way and not like, but again, that is you putting interpretations and meaning on what they said versus knowing whatever they say, it's about them and not about you. And so if you remember that, you can stay more neutral and unruffled. And that is a sign of high emotional intelligence, which all leaders need to develop so that we can diplomatically respond and create the best possible outcomes for everyone. Really critical skill. So the interpretations that we make typically come from our perceptions and our subconscious beliefs. So remember, your beliefs are created frequently from your childhood, and they live in your subconscious. And a lot of times there's stuff in there we don't, we wouldn't consciously agree with now. But they were created at a time when we didn't have reasoning or a filter, and this stuff just came in from what we saw or heard and misinterpreted. So your beliefs and your interpretations are heavily influenced by the culture and environment you grew up in and the environment and people that you grew up around and their beliefs and perceptions. Those all influenced where we're coming from and we can't help it. That's just where we're coming from. So it's hard to avoid falling into the interpretation trap. And this is one of the reasons it's so powerful to have diversity on your team. It can be a huge asset. And this is one of the reasons why. If you have team members who come from diverse ages, cultures, environments, or educational backgrounds, all those things, they can bring a new or different perspective to any challenge that you're facing. And the thing is, even if you're open, you know, if you step back and think, well, there's got to be another perspective here, you may not see it because you're in the box, like we just talked about. You're in it. So you can't see from that outside perspective. And one of your team members or family member or whatever who's coming from an outside, perspective may see it differently or from a different background they may see it differently and that's really valuable and of course then as a leader you need to diplomatically synthesize all that information to come up with the best possible outcome but first you need to be open to those new perspectives it's just it's a win-win for everyone from a team perspective this is a great way to build trust and loyalty because they know that their ideas and perspectives are valued and that you want to hear them. So it's a win-win all the way around. So getting back to paradigms, the most powerful paradigm that you can adopt or shift into is the one that you believe firmly 
that there is always an opportunity in the situation in front of you or the circumstance in front of you. Whether you can change it or not, there's an opportunity there. And if you're open to that, if you choose to believe that, and then you use your creativity and the creativity and different perspectives of your team, you can shift into a new perspective and unwrap all kinds of new opportunities. So I'd love to hear what's bubbling up for you from this conversation. Be sure to join our Facebook group and join the conversation. And thank you again for being here. I really appreciate you tuning in today. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. I so appreciate you being here. And if you've enjoyed the show, please consider taking a quick minute to leave us a five-star review. It would go a long way toward others finding us. Make it a great day.